Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello, my friends. This is Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, and you are listening to episode number 19. Well, I am still sitting on my mattress in my bedroom, (laughs) and my family is still surrounded by unassembled furniture and boxes and chaos. However, every day we're chipping away at uh, organizing our space, our home. Last night we had the 1-800-GOT-JUNK people come and take a bunch of stuff away that we can't donate or sell. And no, this is not an ad for them. (laughs) They're not sponsoring this episode or this podcast. And I still haven't unpacked my microphone that I use to record this podcast. So I am on my AirPods again this week. We're just going to go with it, my friends. We're just going to go with it. And actually last week, one of my daughter's guinea pigs passed away. And that was really sad. My husband has busted up his knee running, so I'm doing most of the dog walks, and he's going to physiotherapy three times a week. It's just crazy. (laughs) But I guess that's just a thought. It's crazy is just a thought. It's not a fact. It's just a thought. And at the time of recording this episode, it is Valentine's Day, which inspired today's topic because I think it's very relevant as an entrepreneur. So even though when this episode goes live, Valentine's Day will have been over a week ago, but this is an important topic no matter when you tune into this show. So my husband, Scott, and I have been together since December 4th, 2005. That was when we had our first date. We've never looked back. And exactly one year later, we got engaged on a beach in Costa Rica at sunset. And then we got married in Costa Rica on April 14th, 2008. And my husband and I have traveled the world together. We've been to hundreds of concerts and plays and performances and galleries. We're raising our incredible daughter together. We're making tons of mistakes along the way, I might add. (laughs) We've been through financial hardship and we've also been ginormously abundant, you know, and sometimes at the same time. We've adopted numerous animals, we've shared millions of laughs, and shed many tears. But I know I wouldn't be on this amazing adventure with his amazing partner if I hadn't done the work to love myself first. I clearly remember thinking at one point in my early 30s that if I never get married or meet a life partner or the one, that it would be okay. Right? Like it was a, it was a time of learning how to love me regardless of my relationship status or my job title or even how I looked. And it wasn't always easy, but I, I wanted to learn how to be completely happy and content with my present situation no matter what. So I did the work. Well, <laughs> let's be real. I'm still doing the work, right? I kind of feel like that, that, that's never ending, but every single day, really, it's, I look at ways of how to love myself, how to have self-compassion. And it's definitely an ongoing part of my own personal growth and evolution. But because I started asking myself, like, what does it really mean to love myself unconditionally, regardless of my situation? 
that energetically allowed me to be open. It allowed me to go with the flow. It allowed me to take care of myself and my boundaries and my values and my needs. And I wasn't desperate to find someone. There was no pressure. There was just this energetic alignment for this extraordinary relationship with my husband to come into my life. I was learning to love myself and and be content no matter what happened. So if it worked out with him, great. But if it didn't, that was also okay. I wasn't learning to love myself in order to meet someone. That kind of goes against what I'm what I'm sharing here, right? I was learning to love myself no matter what. So if I met someone and we didn't click, no big deal. If I was going solo to a dinner a dinner party with a bunch of my friends who have partners, no big deal. If I was by myself on Valentine's, no big deal. The circumstance is neutral. It's how I think about it that gives it power or gives me power. And I'd prefer to feel empowered. So I choose to make Valentine's Day a day about love for myself, love for my family, love for my friends. So yes, I did end up in a marriage. But what if I would have ended up single for most of my adult life? Would being single have had its own struggles and challenges? 100%. Does being in a marriage have its struggles and challenges? Oh my God, yes, of course it does. (laughs) Anybody who's married knows it comes with its own set of struggles and challenges, right? And I know Valentine's Day isn't fun for some people, but I offer that you have the choice to make it whatever you want it to be for yourself. And I also know It's most likely not Valentine's Day when you listen to this episode. I mean, if it is, it's super cool. But I offer that you make today and every day an opportunity to love yourself a little bit more. Focus on more self-love and self-compassion, regardless of what your external circumstances are. I mean, we all need to embrace less self-judgment, right? And, And thinking that things would be better if X, Y, and Z right? Things would be better if you fill in the blank. Things would be better if I was in a relationship. Things would be better if I was married and started having kids. You know, that clock is ticking. Things would be better if I had only stayed with that guy that I was with five years ago or that girl that I was with five years ago. Things would be better if I had more clients. Things would be better if I, if my conversion rates were higher. Things would be better if I had less on my plate. Things would be better if I wasn't as stressed. Things would be better if I was thinner. Things would be better if I had more money. But what if they actually wouldn't be better? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I know they wouldn't be better. They wouldn't be better. And there's power and beauty in knowing that. They would be different, but you'd still have problems. You'd still have to deal with the negative crap in your life. You'd still be living a life of 50-50, where 50% of the time things are great, and the other 50% of the time things are a challenge. So let's talk about unconditional love for a moment. Many of my clients think that unconditional love requires some sort of sacrifice and that it's really hard to attain. Unconditional love is really hard to attain. But unconditional love is really a gift that you give yourself. It's for you. It makes your life easier, not harder. Love feels good, but most of us don't consciously choose to feel love. I mean, typically we feel disappointment or anger or overwhelm or frustration. 
We have expectations of people. We have expectations of ourselves. And when those expectations don't fall into place the way that we'd hoped, you know, we use that, well, many times we use that as an excuse to feel negative feelings, which if you think about it, that doesn't really make much sense. We're setting up the situation to feel negative emotion instead of setting up the situation to feel something wonderful like love. And I want to talk about this in the context of loving yourself through the journey of entrepreneurship, because if there's one thing I know for sure, we are our own worst critics. We are the hardest on ourselves. So when things don't go our way, we beat ourselves up, especially as women. I had a client who just launched her website and her online yoga community, and she ended up with one unsubscribe on her mailing list. One. And she said that it sent her spinning (laughs) and all she could focus on was that one unsubscribe instead of all the wonderful things that her, you know, her other friends and family and other followers were saying about her new business. They were thrilled. They thought it looked great. They loved it, but she could only focus on that one unsubscribe. Can you relate to that? I know I can, right? Whether it's an unsubscribe or it's the one person, you know, in the room that you can tell doesn't like you and you're totally focused on them. Why don't they like me? Why don't they like me? Right? So after we did some coaching, we uncovered that one of the thoughts that she was having about the situation was, in fact, they don't like me. And that was generating a feeling of shame. So when she's feeling shame because she's thinking that they don't like her, she spins in her head about what could she do better, about what she needs to change with her social media posts, about what she needs to change with her newsletter. She goes into analysis paralysis and and, and into perfectionism mode. And she ruminates about needing to fit into a certain box in order for people to like her. And then she starts judging herself because she recognizes, well, that kind of thinking isn't going to serve her. So now she starts beating herself up. So the results she's experiencing is that she's not treating herself well. She's not liking or loving herself. She's also not loving or respecting her fans who do like her and do like her business. And she's believing a story that this person must not like her when the fact is she has no idea why that person unsubscribed. So she thinks she's spinning and feeling all the shame and beating herself up because the person unsubscribed from her list. But the truth is that one unsubscribe is totally neutral. It could be 10 people who unsubscribe from her list. But we have to remember that the circumstance isn't positive It isn't negative. It's not good or bad. It just is. But my client's thought about it caused her to spin and overanalyze and second guess herself and beat herself up and put all this energy into all these actions or inactions that aren't serving her or her business or the clients who love what she's doing. Do you see that? It actually had nothing to do with the person who unsubscribed. So we got in touch with her shame And she said she could feel it in her stomach. So we unpacked that a bit and we got to understand that a bit more. Then we looked at authentic thoughts that would serve her moving forward. So for example, we came up with some thoughts like, this means I'm getting clear on my niche, right? Or she would imagine the unsubscribe and she would just think to herself, I wish them love and light. Or she would think I'm building my community and this is a part of that. So she's going to try on some of those thoughts and a few others that we came up with whenever she gets an unsubscribe or maybe she gets a bad review or maybe a negative comment on a social media post. 
because she wants her actions to be motivated from a place of love, not shame. Do you see how she will be so much more productive and so much more effective in running her business when she's coming from a place of love than she would be if she was coming from a place of shame? Because look, we already know what the results are when her actions are driven by shame. But when she's coming from a place of love, her energy will go towards actions that will actually help her grow her business instead of all this energy going into actions that aren't serving her and that aren't helping her grow and that aren't serving her clients and inevitably will just burn her out. You have the option to feel any way you want at any time. And any feeling is always available to you. Sometimes we choose to feel sadness or anger, frustration, overwhelm, or shame, which is perfectly fine. And we also need to properly process those emotions when they surface. But when we cultivate more awareness, then it's easier to remember that our feelings are always a choice. Loving yourself is always a choice. Having compassion for yourself is always a choice. Your choice not to feel love or compassion is only hurting you. And then the domino effect is that it's hurting your business as well. You get to feel love whenever you want. Nothing that anyone does or says or doesn't do or say can ever deny you that feeling. Isn't that the best news ever? Your feelings are your responsibility, nobody else's. So that brings me to the question for you to ponder this week. If all the feelings are available to you, how do you want to feel as you grow your business? If all the feelings of all the feelings in the whole world, all of them are available to you right now (laughs) at any time, how do you want to feel as you grow your business? Now, before I leave you for this week, I just wanted to give Sorella88 a big shout out for the amazing review of my podcast. Thank you. Sorella88 said, fantastic. There's gold in every episode. I just listened to number nine, breaking down the model. And wow, talk about a life-changing concept that everyone needs to know. Love that Kelsey keeps it short, sweet, and super digestible as well. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. I'm just, I'm really grateful for your reviews and your feedback. And yes, The model truly is life-changing. Oh my gosh, it's changed my life. It's helping to transform the lives of my clients. I'm just, I'm just so thrilled. I'm so excited that it's landing with you as well. Thank you so much, Sorella88. I can't tell you how happy and thrilled that makes me to read that. So I'm sending you so much love. (laughs) Okay. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you this week. And I'm hoping that next week I'll be in my new office. So wish wish me luck with that. (laughs) And in the meantime... I look forward to connecting with you all again next week. Ciao for now. Hey, if you'd like a weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and actionable tips to grow your business while managing all the things, then you need to get on my email list. Just head over to KelseyMatheson.com to join my list. And while you're there, check out the awesome free content I give away. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share with other female entrepreneurs who need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week.